thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Wait on you, Lord. You wanna wait on you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
chapter 6 today. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also 
in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I think I turned too many pages. Yes. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. To be dead. Indeed, unto sin, but alive unto God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God. As those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness from God, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law but under grace. What then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law but under grace, God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were, praise the Lord, that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was has delivered you, which was delivered you. Being made being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded to your members, servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity. Even so now yield your members servants to righteousness and to holiness. For when ye were the service of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed for the end of those things is death. Hallelujah. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to give you a brief summary on that. Praise the Lord. God is so good. He, he's a loving truth. He gave his life for us. He gave his life for us so that we may walk in Victory, thank you, Jesus. So, what does Romans chapter six mean? Well, thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna try to explain it to you. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 6, Paul tackles the question of why Christians should not continue to sin once we have been declared righteous by God because of our faith in Christ. It's a good question. After all, Paul's recent teaching declared that we are no longer under the law of Moses. And God's grace will always increase to cover our sinfulness. Knowing nothing but that, it's reasonable to ask why Christians shouldn't indulge in our desire to sin. Paul's first answer is that we don't have to do what sin tells us to do any longer. So why would we keep doing it? He then reveals more information about what happens when a person comes to faith in Christ on a spiritual level. We experience a spiritual death to sin rather than to God. And rebirth that parallels Jesus' own physical death and resurrection. We are raised to a new spiritual life. In fact, by faith in Christ, we become so closely connected to him that this particular spiritual death is a death to sin itself. The reason we are not slaves to sin any longer is because our old self was crucified. Dead men are freed from their own ma old masters. Sin can't tell us what to do anymore. We are literally dead to sin in Christ. Paul seems to say that we still have a daily choice to make, however. Yes, we do. We have been freed from the penalty of sin. We are forgiven. We have also been freed from the authority and power of sin. What we haven't fully lost is our desire to sin. Sin still attracts us. The old habits and ways of thinking still come naturally to us. That's why Paul tells us to stop giving our bodies over to be used by sin and to give them over instead to be used by God for righteousness. We're alive now. Why live like sin still owns us? Paul gives another reason we should not continue freely sinning once we are in Christ. That leads to a lifestyle of voluntary slavery. Instead, we should live as if we were slaves to righteousness because in a sense we are. Serving righteousness, but where did that get us? Paul asked, sin always leads, thank you Jesus, sin always leads to sin and death remember. Let it go and serve righteousness. The result of righteousness given freely to us in Jesus Christ is to become like Christ and experience eternal life. Live for that. Paul urges us instead of for the things of death that sin brings. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I pray that this, uh, that you got something out of it. Just to, I'm sure I know I did. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to the King. <laughs>